0: Now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. We've got the hashtag DDT Wrestling and we want you to use it. And our good buddy Seahawk Chris wants to know. How haven't I been replaced yet? Hashtag DDT Wrestling, hashtag The Doc Side. I'll leave it to you, Doc Manson, to answer that question. At Doc Manson, Uh, why haven't you gone off and found a new podcasting partner yet? What do you mean? Well, how haven't I been replaced yet? How haven't you gotten so sick of me?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I got confused because you said... Chris Seahawk 1994 right and then you said how haven't I been replaced yet you said I and I didn't realize you were talking about you I thought you were quoting him so I thought he was saying why hadn't he been replaced which didn't make any sense to me because how do you replace our number one fan especially the number one fan of Nerd DC I I don't know
0: that's what I'm saying too. Uh, let's also point out, I am DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. I have to address it. We talked about it off the air, but I have to address it. Uh, somebody help me out here. Doc Manson's voice is about half an octave lower than it usually is. So we're going to go with the fact that there's a blizzard outside. It's the storm of the century. Have they named it? Uh,
1: a few different outlets have named it different things. Uh, A little bit of a science fact for you, Uh, they don't name winter storms, not officially. It's just the media who does that. So that's why you'll go to different places, and they will have different names for the same storm, because it's not real.
0: Okay, so it's just done artificially. What do you want from me? (laughs) No, it's fine. It's fine. We all knew this day was going to come. I'm very happy for you. Everything is taken care of now. Maybe the facial hair will arrive. Um, uh, they say, okay. So that's a that's a f- fabrication of the media. The National yeah. Meteorologic Society doesn't do that, or whatever it is. Jennifer Nalon, our meteorology major out there listening, can can expand on this for us. But it's it's a it's a pretty crazy day. It was a snow day, which is why we're recording in in the daytime. It is a little past noon here in snowy New England, and uh, I'm tempted not to re- – I have to try not to respond to GQ. You can find our good buddy GQ at GQ on Draft. Um, what did I you I thought think- he was on Twitter. Well, he is on Twitter at GQ on Draft because, you know, obviously people without problems uh, make ha- make themselves Twitter names that have to do with alcohol. Just gonna let that hang in the air. You're a terrible person. I love you, G. This. I love you, GQ. But I don't even know what on dra- So draft means it's in the the lever thing, right? You you would pour it a glass of it. That's what draft means
1: from from the lever thing. Yes, correct.
0: <laughs> That's what I know it as. what That's is, what what is it gonna- actually? Nope,
1: nope. <laughs> That's what we're calling it.
0: Okay, when you get when you order a draft beer, they pull the lever thing, the beer comes out of the f- faucet, yes, <laughs> the, the spigot, and That's... Uh, you. Is it now uh, to be? My lack of knowledge of the terminology aside, in your opinion, is it better to have a beer from the bottle or a beer on tap?
1: Uh, it depends. Typically speaking. I think most people prefer to have a beer on draft, um, but I guess sometimes you do find certain beers that I feel have a better flavor profile when canned or bottled. So I do, I do think it's
0: a mix. What about it makes it better in a bottle or in a can? Like the car? Well, I don't know. Beer's probably not carbonated. So. Oh, it is. Okay. I know nothing about beer. I don't think I've drank more. Did than you think a...
1: beer was flat? Did you think it was like juice? No. Well, you knew it. Was, you knew it was fizzy, right?
0: I knew. You've had a
1: sip of beer. The Guinness... So what you, if that was not carbonation? Then what did you hops. think that was?
0: Maybe hops are fizzy. I mean.
1: Now, in all fairness, in more recent years, I guess there are some, uh, you know, brew houses who have started adding, uh, they, they call them nitro, usually, and so they're, they're using, you know, nitrogen instead of uh, carbon dioxide to, carbonate's not the right word, but I guess add gaseousness to their liquid. Uh, that's nitro- probably not
0: the right way to say that. Nitrogenate? Right? Nitrogenate? Sure, Carbon, carbonate, nitrogen
1: nitrogen. Yeah, sure, why not. All but right. uh that's far less common, I think. It's more I think that's more of a fad. But what do I know? Not much.
0: If you we to have pick, to get
1: GQ on here to uh, get us the real thing. He
0: won't buy a microphone. He's insisting we buy him one. And we're not going to give him the exposure and then have to buy him all the tools in order to do this. He's got to put in some effort here himself. Well, stop spending money on trendy beer. And buy a microphone, GQ.
1: I mean, but in all fairness, where did I get my first microphone? I did buy you that one.
0: That's true. I still, every time I go on uh amazon it's like would you like to ship to dc matthews or papa matthews or would you like to ship to dr doc manson and mrs manson so every so often i'm like i should find ridiculous stuff And j- although i don't think i would have your updated address because i think i should s- sent it to you before you moved into mansion the manson mansion or is it Manson please, manor? please. i manor prefer manson manor, manor. All right. It's more, well, more like a Bruce Wayne type thing at that point. Well, we should get this podcast going because Doc Manson's going to have to go snowblow Manson Manor in, in a short while because it's just. Did you hear the thunder? Was there thunder snow? We yes. had one that I heard. There were several rumblings wow. this way. I'd never heard that before. It was like, okay, thunder snow is a thing. An elimination chamber is a thing. An elimination chamber is a thing that is happening in just a few days. The Elimination Chamber will be happening this Sunday. We're back to pay-per-views every few weeks. I believe three weeks after this will be Fastlane, and then a few weeks after that will be WrestleMania. It's a busy time of year. You were posting, uh, let's see, what did you post here? The Evolution of Flair. You're big into your, I don't know, would you call that an infographic?
1: Uh, there's not much info to be had on that particular graphic but i mean you wow. could i suppose take a step back and you know look at how she has sort of changed physically over the course of her career and to some degree there's information to be garnered from this graphic so in that regard i suppose it might qualify as
0: an infographic yes her her teeth are whiter than anything her teeth are whiter than sheamus obviously but i'm just like they're they're just Like, it's striking how white her teeth are. Every time she, like, you know, like, I see see her and she's talking, that's all I can focus on is be like, how are they so white? I don't understand.
1: I mean, speaking of infographics, though, I did earlier in the week post one with stats and facts regarding the Elimination Chamber uh, accurate from the inception of the elimination chamber event in
0: 2002. And, you know, going where up did to you, the last, where did you get all those great statistics from?
1: Well, where did I, you know, I think I might have credited someone else at the bottom of that infographic. Hey, there's uh, me. Yeah. At DC Matthews NAI. That's right. You did collect a lot of that data for me.
0: I did. Indeed. The stomach bug came in handy. Um, Is Chris Jericho the greatest of all time? Apparently, at least by the numbers. He's he's the 61-minute man. He's lasted the longest in Royal Rumble history, and he has the most appearances in Elimination Chamber matches, the most eliminations in Elimination Chamber matches, and I would guess when we get to Money in the Bank and you do some infographics on that, I guess he's going to be up there too because he did, in fact, create the idea of Money in the Bank.
1: Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I don't think Jericho has going for him, if it were, this is just a guess, I haven't actually looked at the numbers, but I think it would just be cumulative years in the WWE might prevent him from being greatest of all time, because he's up there, but he took a lot of time off, is my point. There was That's people true. like The Undertaker who was there, and admittedly, Undertaker for a long time was only wrestling once a year, so I don't know if you count he took that. took some time off, too. But at the same time, they never like officially said he wasn't with the company. Like he was with the country, or sorry, with the company under contract that entire time. So Taker, despite not actively wrestling maybe year round, definitely has yeah, a but huge you, edge.
0: But do we count the fact that he's part of the company but not featured? You know what I mean? Like technically, well, it depends
1: on the metric, right? I mean. Depends on exactly what stat you are reporting, I guess.
0: You know, there has been discussion, you know, a lot of – with the Hall of Fame announcements and all of that, congratulations to the Rock and Roll Express for their induction. Um, Certainly overdue, according to many, if not most people. Um, But, you know, when you're trying to evaluate greatness and all of that, longevity does play a factor, though I think you would have to go from, you know – the You know, you look at some of these guys who have had, you know, they were a part of WWE for a long time doing nothing. You know, I don't know if you could count that. So you've got to, but, you know, it would be interesting. Maybe that should be some statistics I slash we take a look at and would be longevity just in terms of active wrestling, not, you know, Undertaker disappears for 11 months out of the year sort of thing. um But uh it is a Triple H construct, the Elimination Chamber.
1: Yes, evidently. I learned,
0: I learned that by looking at your infographic. I did not know that. I, I believed, as it was credited on TV, that it was Eric Bischoff. So
1: There you go. Learning things. All th- uh, a, a wrestling scholar like yourself, DC Matthews, even has found facts and unknown things on these infographics, proving, I think, their value to the common person. So, folks, if you somehow are listening to this show... But don't follow myself or DC Matthews for that matter on Twitter. Uh, you're missing out. You you are missing out on a, on a wonderful Big Blue Ten with a sneery faced Chris Jericho right in the middle of it. Uh, you know there is there is
0: now let me ask you a question. Since we're talking about the setup and the graphics, Nikki Bella is featured right in the middle. Is that solely because? Unlike the Royal Rumble, no woman has ever competed in the Elimination Chamber. Did you put that stat in to justify the picture? Or were you just looking for uh, something to pop and catch the eye of the average Twitter viewer by putting Nikki Bella front and center in that?
1: Uh, No, I mean, this was... Coming off of my infographic for the Royal Rumble, and when I was going through those stats, I actually found that there were a larger number of women who had competed in the Royal Rumble than I had thought. Um, I thought it had just been China, honestly. I, I had not remembered that um, Beth Phoenix had also competed. And there was another, too. It's slipping in my mind. Yeah, it karma. may have been. It may have been Karma, yeah. So there was uh, there was more than just the one that I had remembered. And so I said, well, you know, this started in 2002. It was going through a period when Beth Phoenix certainly had been around in Karma as well. So it didn't seem out of the realm of possibility that there could have been a woman competing in one of these matches. So I just sort of looked at it and said, oh, since that was at the forefront of my mind and since it wasn't there, I thought that was at least an interesting statistic, especially now that we are in the midst of this women's Revolution or, or, or the the new history of the women's division right well elimination
0: chamber will make history do you mm-hmm. know why uh most women's matches on a single card ever yes I don't believe and now granted there are seven matches on this none of nothing has been relegated to the pre-show yet so it's possible that one of these matches might go there although there's one that obviously would make more sense looking at the list right now that isn't a women's match um but my question to you is, there are three women's singles matches, which means there are six women participating. Why not have the very first women's elimination chamber match on Sunday?
1: So we are seeing Becky Lynch versus Mickey James. Correct. Naomi versus Alexa Bliss. Correct. And Natalia versus Nikki Bella. Correct. So the only person who's really left out in the cold on the entire brand is Carmella. Yes. Sadly, yes. Well, I mean, it makes some sense, I suppose.
0: I do agree with another tweet you just had. I enjoy James Ellsworth way more now that he's not in the WWE title picture. If they want to do some sort of, like, the thing with them shopping, that was really funny. And she wasn't dressed like Enzo Amore, so I enjoyed that part as well. But again, you know, SmackDown has the depth of a women's roster. Why not make a second Chamber match and, you know, do something interesting there? Granted, three women's matches is is nothing bad. I'm excited to, to watch Elimination Chamber, but it would have been something that they could have done. They've had two Chamber matches in the past on a single pay-per-view, so...
1: The reason why there is not a women's Elimination Chamber match on this card is simple. Okay. Charlotte Flair is not able to participate because she's on the wrong brand. So She will Charlotte, be in the first and women's... Well, not necessarily win, but she will be in the first women's Elimination Chamber match.
0: And you don't think she's going to win it?
1: Oh, I don't know. She might win it. Depends on what's going on at that time. But, again, they're not going to have this big, huge history-making moment missing her. She is the corner piece of this entire drive in the company right now, in my opinion.
0: Absolutely. Hence the evolution of Flair. Hence not, the what? evolution of Flair. You di- we didn't see your infographic on the evolution of Becky Lynch.
1: That'll be next. Next. Straight Fire, The Becky Lynch Story.
0: Did you hear they're going to make a movie about...
1: It's just going to be all pictures of Ronald McDonald, and people are going to hate me.
0: Did you hear they're making a movie about (laughs) Paige's life?
1: Yeah, who gives a crap? I don't give any craps at all.
0: It was just... I I just didn't understand why it was necessary.
1: Well, I mean, once it's finally revealed that she's hopped up on cocaine and she's ruined her entire life by the age of, you know, 27, then it'll make sense for it to be a Lifetime movie. But until then, I'm not sure why they would bother.
0: I don't know. Well, let's get to Elimination Chamber itself and let's start with the the women's matches and let's start with Straight Fire Becky Lynch taking on her new arch nemesis Mickey James. Uh your thoughts, your opinions, your productions if you will.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think <laughs> I don't really know. I don't think it really matters who wins. This is their first match, and I think they're probably going to face each other again at WrestleMania. So uh, there might be a third person involved in that match at WrestleMania. I, I can't tell for sure. But, I mean, I guess I give it to Becky Lynch.
0: My question is, has Mickey James wrestled a singles match in WWE yet? Or has it all been tag team matches with Alexa Bliss? I believe that she did wrestle Asuka. In WWE. Not NXT. In WWE. NXT
1: is WWE.
0: On the main roster. Has she had a singles match on the main roster? I don't know. Because if she hasn't, I'm going to... Well, and I'm going to do it anyways. You said Becky. I'm going to say Mickey James because... They've got to do something to help her stand out because, you know, the reception for her was not, I think, what people were hoping for. And apparently I didn't watch the dual contract signing from SmackDown Live, but apparently she wasn't doing anything amazing with the microphone. So I would think she has to win just to be able to stand out in some way.
1: I heard some pretty positive feedback on that segment from SmackDown this week on Twitter, but I don't know if I was just looking at the positive folks.
0: I'm apologizing to GQ because I called him a stupid idiot on Twitter, and now he's mad at me.
1: He did text me and say that you were a dick.
0: He texted me
1: and said the same thing. (laughs) Um... Yeah, but see, I I'm going with Becky Lynch because I don't think that Mickey James and Alexa Bliss are, would both lose in the same night, and I honestly can't see Naomi picking up that women's championship at this time. So
0: I, it would be odd. Now, granted, she's as she's on as hot a streak now as I think she's going to be. But I would agree with you. I think Alexa retains. And if we're, if this is leading to Alexa versus Mickey or Alexa versus Mickey versus Becky at, you know, the thing is when you start thinking about WrestleMania, it seems very obvious that we are heading for this women's fatal four way from the raw brand, the Charlotte, yes. Sasha, Naya. So you would think that they would not have a second multi-woman match as the SmackDown version. So you would assume that's the it would only be a one
1: on Yeah, that's the only thing that sort of has me not believing it's actually going to be a triple threat. So most likely, they've got to figure this out so that the SmackDown Women's Championship can be involved in Becky Lynch versus Mickie James at WrestleMania. I just have to assume that's where they're going.
0: Say that again, I'm...
1: They have to shuffle things around to get the belt onto either Becky Lynch or Mickie James, because I think it is probably most likely going to be a singles match at WrestleMania between the two of them for the Women's Championship on SmackDown.
0: Hello? I would agree... But I, don't you think Alexa Bliss has to be involved in some way? Are we getting Mickey versus Becky for the title? Is that really what's...
1: I think so, but then again, you just said apparently there's some rumblings and Mickey has not gotten the reception that they expected her to get. Um, I don't think they've they're ever going to learn that having people gone for a long time and then come back as heels is just not a thing that really works, but... You know, whatever. Power to them. If there is truth to those rumblings, then maybe they will abandon those plans, and we will see Alexa Bliss versus Becky Lynch. I, I am not sure, but I, I think, I, I think the money to me is in Mickey versus Becky. At least name recognition alone.
0: I think what WWE, hopefully, what WWE has learned is that you can't bring someone like Mickey James back. Unannounced, She had the NXT match and that was great. But to most fans, they didn't, you know, most fans are relatively casual fans who might not remember who she was or what she was up to. So they had to treat it like they were going to do Shelton Benjamin with kind of vignettes to b- hype up her return. So people start learning who it is and then they can go back into, uh, I don't know. I'm a I'm I'm mixed
1: on this, to be honest, because Mickey James has been gone from the company long enough that those types of vignettes, yeah, I guess that would have been a way of introducing her to new fans, but the people who were going to be excited for her return were going to be excited either way. And I mean, perfectly honest here, I would actually rather I got rather excited. That she came back with the sort of crazy character. I always preferred that side of Mickey James versus the 100% happy go lucky, I'm a cowgirl sort of thing that she did as a face in the company. So I, te- I, I don't know if I'm in the minority here, but I sort of feel like fans probably also prefer that version of Mickey and probably are relatively happy with how she's been brought back. So I guess that's contrary to what I said about not bringing somebody back as a heel, but it's just, I guess that's probably what I think the hardcore wanted, but the mainstream just doesn't know how to react. They know it's a big return, but it's just awkward for them, you know, because they feel like it's a return. I should be cheering. Oh, but she's sort of a, well, to use the word of the day, she's sort of a dick. So I don't know what I'm supposed
0: to be feeling here. Well, I, I don't think there would have been anything wrong. With her having all of these hype, you know, vignettes to announce her return, totally spinning it as the, you know, happy cowgirl sort of thing. And then she comes back and lays into Becky Lynch and turns heel on them that way. And, you know, I, I don't know. It just, it sounded like it would have been, it seemed like it would have been better. I have not watched nearly enough of the SmackDown women's division to make an expert opinion, but it seems very much like She's not where they hoped she would be. But I could be wrong. I, it's, it's what people online are saying about it. It's not WWE experts. I'm not quoting rumors. I'm literally just saying in terms of the you know the fan reception is not what it would hope to be. I'd like to take this opportunity here and now at the 25-minute mark of DDT Wrestling to formally and deeply apologize, and I mean this sincerely— to our good buddy GQ I have been hard on GQ I've been trying to be I don't know I've been trying to be jovial about it but I've been a little crude and yes I did call him a hashtag stupid idiot on Twitter I, because he I didn't even see that where is that comment He was talk he was talking about enjoying Samoa Joe's suit and I think Samoa Joe's suit looks like Pee-wee Herman at a funeral. He responded, Pee-wee wears a gray suit. And I said he wouldn't for a funeral, obviously. Hashtag stupid idiot. And (laughs) I I did. (laughs) Stop laughing. Stop laughing. (laughs) That was a pretty good exchange, though. I, you know, I forget that GQ is new to the Twitter game. I forget that he is this is him putting himself out there when he normally wouldn't do that. And so I am not treating him appropriately. So GQ, I say this as someone who has been your friend for going on now oh over fifteen years. I am sorry. It will not happen again. I'm done talking about your I well, I may criticize your opinions, but I will do so in a polite way. I will no longer talk about your Twitter name and anything like that. I am sorry, please forgive me. You are my sun, my moon, my starlit sky. Without you, I dwell in darkness. GQ. Alright. He may never forgive me, but that's okay. If if he doesn't forgive me, I probably deserved it. Uh your laughing did not help whatsoever just that was want to a, point that out there.
1: Taking, taking out, you, you know, the, 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 the emotional responses as a pure exchange back and forth, that was a pretty
0: good burn. No, it was wrong. Yes. It was wrong. It was it wrong. Was, it was wrong. So hopefully he will listen to this show and hear another. I've apologized to him. By a text message, I've apologized to him via Twitter. Now I am apologizing to him on the airwaves. So if I need to, I will brave through the blizzard and go to his house and stand outside his door holding up a boombox to let him know how sorry I am. Uh, the other women's match that we have yet to talk about is Natalia versus Nikki Bella. Yep. Part of me wanders whether or not Nikki Bella is going to find her way into the title picture. Maybe we get Becky versus Mickey and Alexa versus Nikki. And those are our two smack. What are you? Is he talking to you? Cause he's not answering me. I'm going to just hijack this whole show. He's texting with you, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And I'm sure you are not helping my case.
1: I, I, I don't know what you mean, uh, I, I am, I am a neutral party. I am, uh, who's the neutral party in Europe? Is that Sweden or Switzerland? Switzerland? Switzerland. I am, I am Switzerland and, uh, to your Germany and. <laughs> <laughs> you calling him Poland? <laughs>
0: uh, well, I mean, you just did. <laughs> he could be France. He's been to France. I've been with him to France. We watched Tomb Raider in French In Paris, together. Did you have a Toblerone while you were there? I imagine I would, but we were saving him from being attacked by a mutual friend of ours who was not having a good day. And and GQ had said something he shouldn't have and had to hide from the wrath of this girl. And so he, he eventually had to apologize in being a, I believe... Oh, see, now I'm on the list. There we go. All right. He just told me I'm on the list. I feel a little better now. He says that he loves you. Uh, I love him as well. All right. Natty versus Nikki. Uh, Nikki Bella. Um, I like Natalia. She is a, as I believe Nikki Bella said on Talking Smack or something recently, you're just a g- awesome wrestler. And she is. She is a fantastic wrestler who can't seem to find any sort of character that will give her any sort of serious success on the main roster.
1: My problem with Natalia is through all of the different incarnations of her character, which, in all fairness, are all fairly similar, uh, I don't think... As a performer, she is able to emote enough to make me really invest or care in her programs. If I had to if I had to pinpoint a, a failing, I I think it's there. Which, you know, in fairness, I think is something that many people may have also said about uh, you know, Bret Hart. So It it didn't stop him, certainly, from being one of the best of all time, and, you know, again,
0: she is an excellent wrestler, so Mm -hmm. take it for what you will. But I do think it's Nikki Bella. You know, the rumor is that Nikki's going to take some time off following WrestleMania. Um, Babies! When the rumor was going out that it was going to be John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. At WrestleMania, I was like, this is all an elaborate scheme, and John Cena is good. They're going to win, and John Cena will propose to Nikki in the ring at WrestleMania. He might. And then we wind up getting, just like it was SummerSlam 1991, I think, where it was, part of that was the match made in heaven and the match made in hell, and it was the wedding of Randy and Elizabeth. And then the match made in hell was Hogan and the warrior versus Sergeant Slaughter and general Adnan and Colonel Mustafa. It's scary how that information just pops into my head, but I, I wasn't necessarily sure if beer was carbonated.
1: That's okay. I I didn't know Sweden from Switzerland a moment ago. So
0: we We all all have, we all have our strengths. strengths. Yeah. (laughs) Um, the 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 lack of strength in the uh, elimination chamber match is this l- most recent one that I don't know where it got added, but in a two on one handicap match, the ace team of Apollo Cruz and Callisto will be taking on Dolph Ziggler. That's pre show, right? Currently, nothing is on the Wikipedia page being announced for the pre show, but. But yes, that's... The you would show. assume so. It's rare to have a handicap match, unless your name is Braun Strowman, where the heel is the, the one, the underdog.
1: Except for when you're Dolph Ziggler, and you're
0: just a big loser-loser who loses. I'm pretty sure that's what New Age Insider said on SmackDown as well, too. Oh, well... well but it's, it's true.
1: Although this is where he'll eke out a win...
0: Oh yeah, he's definitely got to win this one. I would hope so. Otherwise, because otherwise, otherwise he doing? might
1: retire, he might hang up his boots because if he just can't win the big one, you know, I would assume this The big is... one versus Apollo Cruz and Callisto on the
0: pre-show. You would assume this would be leading somewhere, but with well, I, suppose... I assume nothing. With Dean Ambrose as the Intercontinental Champion, you could see a heel Dolph Ziggler going after Dean Ambrose, I guess. That would be a thing. Yeah, we could see that
1: again. Did we see it already? I think we saw it when Ambrose was the heavyweight champion, didn't we?
0: Oh, yeah. Just briefly. Ziggler wasn't a bad guy then.
1: No, he wasn't.
0: But. All right. uh, Let's get to uh, the tag team turmoil. Oh my goodness! Um, the Ascension, oh my goodness, the Ascension picked up a win on SmackDown in that twelve-man tag. And you know who, who else, therefore, also scored their
1: first victory on television since I think June of 2016. The Bad
0: Villains, despite the fact that I don't think Simon Gotch was in the match at all. Yeah, well, you know he's disliked. But it's American Alpha defending against Rhino and Heath Slater, Breezango, who apparently became babyfaces, and I missed it. They were 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 giving out
1: tickets, and then people liked them. So now
0: they're babyfaces. Um, The Usos, the Ascension, and the Vaudevillains. So uh, I'm not super familiar with the concept of a tag team turmoil match. Is it a gauntlet match? I don't know. Oh, okay, so, yeah. Alright, so the match has a team in each of the four corners, two in the ring, one on each corner, and as each team is eliminated, another team takes its place. So, or it's like a gauntlet match where two teams start, and as one is eliminated, a new team comes down. Um,
1: is this s- for the championship? It is. Is it American Alpha versus everybody?
0: Kind of. Whereas whoever is the last team standing wins the titles.
1: Does American Alpha have to start
0: in the match? I'm assuming that they will, but technically not. They could show up at any time. It's like when you have an Elimination Chamber match for the title. John Cena could be in the pod until the last guy. He doesn't have right. to start. Um, so they could show up whenever. I'm assuming they'll volunteer to start because they're so confident in their abilities.
1: Can you tag in one of the other teams?
0: It depends on, I think it depends on how they do it. If they do it where the teams are, I'm guessing not because it's not like you're going to have four guys fighting in the ring with eight guys around the ring. I'm assuming it's going to be...
1: Because you said there would be guys on the apron. So in theory, if you were a heel team, you could tag yourself out. I don't want to get pinned right now any time to recuperate. Yeah, Swapping in for the other team.
0: There are are two versions, according to Wikipedia. One is something more like that, like a Fatal 4-Way. There's just six teams. And one of them is more the style of a gauntlet match where two teams wrestle, the winning team stays in the ring, and another team comes out from the back. That way, if they do it that way gauntlet match style it burns more time, but at the you know but at the same time I you know I don't know they they'd like yeah. to change the rules around to well to as suit the their other
1: needs. as the other pre-show match on this card um I'm not sure the rules really matter matter nor does the amount of time oh this is though this match burn.
0: is not going to be on this is not going to be on the pre-show.
1: Which of the women's matches are going to be on the pre-show? Because just looking at them straight up, I would guess Natalia versus Nikki. Except None of them. that's Nikki, no, so probably I not.
0: It, I don't think any of them will. I think uh, the only Cruz... one,
1: just like legit, looking for it. If it wasn't for the title, I would expect Alexa versus Naomi to be a pre-show match.
0: Yeah. I would agree with you there, but I think Cruzisto versus Ziggler is the is the pre-show match, and I think we get six matches, you know, um, on there because we also haven't talked about. I didn't even see this at the bottom. Luke Harper versus Randy Orton.
1: Oh, that's a thing.
0: I, I don't it, care. It, I know you don't care, but it is a thing. Uh, who's okay. your prediction for who's your prediction for the tag team? who's going to come out tag I don't team even champions. know
1: everyone who's in the match
0: American Alpha your defending champions Rhino and Heath Slater uh the Usos the Ascension the Vaudevillains, and my pick to win the tag team titles cuz I will go down with this ship if I have to Breezango I'm writing it down
1: I am going to go ahead and predict um the revival.
0: I wish they were a yeah. decent part of NXT though, so I'm starting to wonder if they're going to wait till after WrestleMania, but I would love it if they took the VOD villains out and took their spot. Oh. That would be the that would be, I would give up the ghost on Breezango at that point and just Did you watch NXT? Have no. you seen it yet? Um, we'll talk about this more on a private earful, our Wednesday night wrap up show. They wrestled the team of heavy machinery. Who did the revival? the revival, which is, if you remember from the dusty tag team classic, the team of Tucker and Otis, the two really big guys. Yeah. Uh, one who looks like bull Dempsey. If he ate bull Dempsey and the one who looks like a taller bull Dempsey, um, they are now called Heavy Machinery, and they're wearing black singlets with orange, like, men-at-work signs. That's a thing. But they were good. They, they had a great moment. I just want to talk about it. One of them lifted up one of the revival in a bear hug, tossed him to the other guy, who then just caught him and continued to apply the bear hug. It was great. All right. Sounds all right. Uh, all right. So, are you really going to go with the revival? Because I would, cu- I would applaud your bold pick if that's what you're going uh,
1: to I'm just going to go with American Alpha, I guess.
0: You would? I really so.
1: don't think they're coming out with it, but they're the only ones who I want to have it.
0: So, you would think they would retain, if only because really none of these other teams are even legitimate. You know? I mean, let's put it this way: I think they like American Alpha
1: chasing. And the only other really established team that can always do in a pinch, who happens to be a heel, who could be good going into WrestleMania for American Alpha to make a program with is the Usos.
0: Yeah, I guess. I liked the Usos, but they've kind of disappeared on us. Yeah.
1: So – that's the only other team I could see taking it other than American Alpha. All
0: right. Luke Harper versus Randy Orton. Um, Randy Orton. I'm going to go with Luke Harper because Orton's already guaranteed a spot in the main event of WrestleMania. There's no reason for him to win. You don't need to make a 12-time champion look strong. And Harper could use a win as a boost to whatever it is he's going to do next.
1: Because a 12-time champion... Needs to win the Royal Rumble.
0: We're not talking about that. We're talking about yeah. the Nation mm-hmm. chamber. I, I understand. I understand. There's a lot of picks I'm making here that are, that are you know, not. I'm going against the grain a bit. Um, no, but
1: I hear you, especially if the rumors are true. If Bray Wyatt's going to win the championship and then it's Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt, I mean, of course you'd want to have Lil' Kyber in there. I just, I can't, I cannot imagine a world where Bray Wyatt walks out of this thing with that championship. I just, I can't, I can't imagine it. I cannot.
0: Your prediction for the Elimination Chamber is? Well, let me see. We've got the champion John Cena, AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, The Miz, Baron Corbin, and Bray Wyatt. The only two potential winners are Bray Wyatt and AJ Styles, which is weird because you would why would John Cena win his 16th championship only to lose it two weeks later unless you're just getting the 16th one out of the way? I don't think WWE really wants John Cena versus Randy Orton to main event WrestleMania. Uh, they don't have enough faith in Dean Ambrose to do it, I don't think. Don't hate me. It's just what I think. Baron Corbin's not ready yet. The Miz, as much as I would love it, The Miz versus Randy Orton's not going to sell a lot of tickets. I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt, I guess, in a very weird sort of, you know, the, I rumor, mean, the rumors were so ludicrous they had to be true.
1: I mean, when you just look at the story that they have been telling for the last couple of months, the only match for WrestleMania that makes sense is Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And again... So
1: I'm going to go ahead and say AJ Styles.
0: I, I almost would rather that because... It just doesn't make any sense. I I don't know. It it it's such a weird story that to go the Bray route and then uh, what are you going to do? Put Randy Orton over? Does Orton win his thirteenth title or whatever it is at the expense of Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania? Does you know, he, know what
1: we're overlooking here?
0: The John Cena factor.
1: Yeah, and you you addressed it. You did. You said you don't think the WWE is going to have Cena. Versus Orton at WrestleMania. You said that. But. Okay. Well, actually, I don't know. I was going to say, I can't imagine that the WWE would not make his 16th time championship reign at least somewhat extended. You'd think you'd want to be able to keep saying a 16 time world heavyweight champion, a 16 time tied with Ric Flair. I think they'd want to say that for a few months. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, when I think back to SmackDown, since he's, you know, won the title, I don't really feel like he ever got any big celebration. Even, like, right after the match, like, you know, he was talking with the ref, and certainly, you know, they said some, the commentators acknowledged it was his 16th time win. I never feel like the pump and circumstance happened. I never felt like the real celebration occurred the way that i thought it should have for tying that record so knowing that knowing that they've sort of swept this under the carpet maybe maybe you're right maybe this maybe this rain is not long for the world they're getting it out of the way and folks in they... 17
0: right but then again you know as they've talked about on an ai pod and other areas i'm sure i'm sure thousands of podcasts have talked about this if you're not going to do his 17th 17th title win at WrestleMania, when do you do it? Are you going to wait for payback or money in the bank? You know, do you save it for SummerSlam? It's the second biggest show of the year. Maybe you wait. Are you waiting a whole other year for him to win the 17th and it's WrestleMania 34 when it happens? It might be. Again, I think you're right. I think, you know, he came out on SmackDown to open the show following the Royal Rumble. And basically just said, all right, let's, we're back to business here. Let's do another open challenge. It seemed, you know, there was very little, like you said, pomp and circumstance about it. So I do think he's going to lose it. It's just a matter. I, I'm almost at a kind of 50 50 as to what post, whether it's Styles or Bray, unless we have some sort of weird world in which Cena retains, but then AJ Styles inserts himself into. The match and it becomes a triple threat. If it's John Cena versus Randy Orton versus AJ Styles, maybe. But at that, that
1: me- point, now we've potentially got a fatal four way with the women on Raw, a triple threat for the women on SmackDown. I think this a is how you have for the men.
0: I think this is how you have to do it when you've got s- your roster is huge, and WrestleMania can only be a certain amount of time. You can't do a six hour WrestleMania. With they pre- did last year, well, with pre-shows, I'm talking. about... No, it was like six hours of just WrestleMania last year. Didn't it? St- you know, it went from seven to almost midnight, right? I think so. It started at yeah, seven. yeah. I guess you're um, right. It
1: started at seven, and so it, it was almost five
0: hours. Yeah, you know. And again, I think they could do that. I think they can do seven to to midnight or so. But I think you're we're gonna wind up seeing besides the Andre Battle Royal. I think we're going to wind up seeing more multi-man matches than usual, just to fit everything in. Uh, so, all right, we, you know, un- unlike us, we're usually pretty common here. But out of the seven matches, only three of them, uh, we have picked similar people. So it will be. Who interest- did I?
1: Who did you mark me down for the chamber?
0: Styles. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you've got Becky, Alexa, Nikki, Dolph, Alpha, Orton, Styles. I've got Mickey Alexa Nikki Ziegler Zango, cuz I'm just dumb. Uh, I want to talk about stupid idiots Luke Harper and Bray Wyatt. Um what did you legitimately do the 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 back and forth between GQ who I love dearly and I? Uh, what did you think of Samoa Joe wearing the suit?
1: I I saw a great little meme uh, being handed around that said samoa Joe is headed to the ring and it was a picture of taz <laughs> in a suit well that's that's fair. what I
0: thought about it all right he my... was broad let's just put it that way he he was indeed he was broad um I liked his rationale though I will say that he the the explanation as to why he did what he did, I had no problem with. Other people seemed to take issue with it, but I didn't have it. I thought made total sense. You're desperate sense. to get through the door. Somebody opens the door for you. You're going to be loyal Smash to that guy. Smash it like a wrecking ball. Yeah, and you're going to be loyal to that guy. So if he points at this guy and says, hey, do me a favor, take him out, you're going to take him out.
1: And not only that, but think about it this way in terms of the – larger storyline that's going on with Samoa Joe uh it was all the motivation he needed to finally get away
0: from William Regal very true very true very true um the the report is or you know it seems as we i think we kind of assumed last week the Seth Rollins injury is going to take keep him out for a while but he's not going to be out he'll be in for WrestleMania we will still get uh, Samoa—not Samoa Joe. Seth Rollins versus Triple H, most likely at WrestleMania. What do you want Samoa Joe to do? Because he wrestled Roman Reigns, and won. Right? Yeah. Braun Strowman he interfered. Won. He won. Um. What's next? What are your What are your hopes and dreams for the Samoan submission machine?
1: I don't know. Like, it made sense when Seth Rollins was going to be around. We were going to see Samoa Joe versus Seth Rollins at Fastlane. And then, as we've said before, Samoa Joe probably would have ended up in the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial Royal over-the-top rope match thing. And he probably would have won that. So the question is now, what does he do at Fastlane? And I, I don't know. You, last week, had kind of said, well, maybe Sami Zayn will be a proxy for Seth Rollins. But I don't know if that's really something they want to do with Sami Zayn as a stopgap, especially knowing that Seth will be back for
0: WrestleMania. Well, Sami wrestled for the U.S. title and lost. I could see them doing Sami Zayn versus, you know, Samoa Joe is kind of the, as somebody put it, the cerebral assassin's assassin. And so I could see, you know, he, Sami Zayn still has an issue-ish with Stephanie McMahon. So maybe Stephanie points, you know, you took out Rollins, Sami Zayn's your next target, and that's what gets us to Fastlane. But again, you know, WrestleMania, unless he's just going to be in the corner of Triple H against Seth Rollins, you know, that that's more up in the air. But, um, you know, like I said, I enjoyed Joe. I, I wouldn't have done the suit personally. I would have kept him in, you know, a T-shirt and jeans and because he doesn't need to dress up. But it worked, and he did look like Taz. You're not even, you're not even wrong. Um, did anything else happen of note on Raw? Raw was incredibly frustrating to me this week. Why is that?
1: I'm not sure that there was even one match that didn't end in
0: outside interference. Wasn't it Bailey versus Nia Jax? And then... And Charlotte interfered. Yep. Then it was the club versus Sheamus and Cesaro. And there was
1: interference by Enzo and Cass.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I think you might be right. I think it was. The only, the only
1: one that I think was clean was Braun Strowman's squash of four men.
0: Can I tell you who the MVP of Raw was? The guy who ran away. That was hilarious. Yeah. That there was a guy who literally just said, screw this guy, so I'm going home, and ran off.
1: Yeah, and uh, maybe the cruiserweights might have also ended clean.
0: I'm not sure. I don't remember. But. Well, it- and then there was the Shining Stars versus New Day. I think that ended clean but it's The Shining Stars.
1: Yeah. And New York. Yeah. That. And then Jericho, outside interference with Owens. Yeah.
0: No, I think you're right. I think most of it... Raw seems to be trying... Raw seems to be really it's trying by to... Joes just... and Roman Reigns and outside yeah. interference. Yeah. They just as seem as to saying. be... They They seem to be just trying to overdo it. Yeah. Everything has to be really complicated on Raw, and SmackDown seems to be much more... Less is more. Besides a dual contract signing, let's just have you know. Let's have that uh, tag match, whatever it was. Styles, oh no, the Fatal Four Way. Styles, Corbin, Miz, and Ambrose. That was good. And Don't
1: get me wrong. Like I get it. The outside interference allows Nia Jax to beat Bailey, which gives Nia Jax more of a reason to be involved in the WrestleMania match, and you know more so even gives her a reason why she should eventually contend for Bailey's title once she does win that title. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, yeah, okay, there's a storyline reason there why they did that. And the same thing, I guess, with Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns. It yeah. furthers Roman Reigns' storyline with Braun Strowman, and it protects Roman Reigns from just having been beaten cleanly by Samoa Joe. But it gives
0: Samoa yeah. Joe a big win, a win. in his first like, main so, event match. I mean,
1: like, it's logical, but I still don't like it. No. it. it it's frustrating.
0: Are we are we heading? Is Fastlane going to be Charlotte and Nia versus Sasha and Bailey in like a tag match, and then there'll be dissension on both sides, which will then lead to the fatal four way? Seems- I presume so. All right. Well, either way, it you know, Raw was decent. SmackDown was pretty good. I can't say I you know devoured both shows, but it was, you know, I'm excited for the pay-per-view. It looks good on paper. I'm will be interested in that. Um, I don't think there was any other major news. Like I said, the Rock and Roll Express are in the Hall of Fame. Have you ever seen a Rock and Roll Express match? Um, Besides is whatever the, are, was the TNA version. <laughs>
1: are the Rock and Roll Express the same or different than the rockers different Then i have never seen a rock and roll express match okay
0: well rock and roll express team you know they were good they were they were a team where you know in an age where you didn't like a double drop kick was this awesome amazing move they were the pioneers of like the double drop kick sort of thing why did you bring up tna in relation to the rock and roll express I'm pretty sure in one of those tag team apocalypto things, they were part of it, despite the fact oh, really? that they're 50 or 60 years old. Yes.
1: Oh, all right. I did not know that. Yeah. Speaking of TNA, though, did you hear who's back? Jeff Jarrett? Well, yeah, that's old news. But then who? The somebody you we were talking about just last week. We are prophets. Scott Scott Really? Really? Scott DeMore is back backstage in TNA. I
0: like Scott DeMore. I, yep. I enjoyed his you know, the mouthpiece They're of really Canada. I enjoyed his they are, backstage work. They are TNA. legitimately
1: putting back together the backstage team that from the a early team. days of TNA. They they That's really a very are. a
0: smart way to do it. People are talking about, you know, uh, Ring of Honor is having trouble. A lot of people, you know. A lot of people are getting scooped up by WWE and all of that. And, you know, I think TNA. They seem to be having
1: some trouble with their management as well.
0: Well, yes. Yes. TNA is going to wind up, uh, you know, getting back to a position where they're a legitimate number two company. Seems like it's possible, which is fantastic. Well Well done, Anthem Owls. Well done indeed. That's right. Uh, We've got a couple emails. My computer died before I was able to read them, so I'm going to rely on you there, Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, to get us through Wrestling at gmail.com. This one comes in from Glenn. Subject line
1: reads, a spoonful of Gallagher. Hi, guys. How long do you think the extraordinary gentleman can keep up the umbrella gimmick before it becomes tired? Uh, I don't know about you, DC, but I think it jumped the shark immediately following the Royal Rumble. You haven't seen 205 Live, Glenn, have you? I've seen clips of it, and that's exactly what I'm talking about.
0: Um, Is that the extent of his email? Just one sentence? That's it. All right. Well, thank you, Glenn, at GA Russell, I believe. Um, I think... We've talked about this, uh, on a private earful a couple of different times. There are only so many ways Jack Gallagher can be a babyface gentleman. Um, he is, you have not, have you seen 205 Live? Do you know anything about it? Not really. Okay. He is in the fatal five way match to determine the number one contender for the cruiserweight title. So, Um, And, you know, the umbrella does come into play, I think. I saw saw a uh, rather, let's say, large spot
1: involving the umbrella.
0: It was very entertaining, but I think we're at the point where he can, you know, he's going to be able to use it one or two more times, and then it's going to kind of get. Old. I think
1: I think the moment they named the umbrella, you knew
0: it was almost over.
1: You know what I mean? In terms yes. of
0: being acceptable. Now, granted, we're on Francesca whatever, the trombone, but you could argue Francesca
1: that that's- to uh, Turbo, I believe. Yeah.
0: But you could argue that that's over too. Yeah. But
1: so is the New Day,
0: and nobody's told them yet. Um... So, you know, I think it's I think it's close. Uh, you know, hopefully in the near future he'll be involved in some sort of program where where the umbrella disappears. All right.
1: This next one comes in from The Pov. Hey guys, I want to know after likely winning at WrestleMania, how you book the last 12 months of Brock Lesnar. Personally, I felt he was really benefiting the company more as a face. Seth Rollins really worked well as a chicken heel against him, and Bray Wyatt looked to be onto a great feud with him also. In a world with no brand split, I would have liked to see him in a face role against Corbin and also Wyatt. I know he wouldn't get cheered, but we live in a world, as Liam Stryker eloquently put it, Triple H gets cheered for one theme song, and booed for the other. With more big-time heels than faces created, it makes sense for him to be a heel, as he has more options, especially Braun Strowman. But do you think there are enough faces left to face if he remains a heel? If he holds the Universal title till SummerSlam, who dethrones him? Balor? I can see the anger on Doc's face now. Reigns? Nakamura? Nakamura? Or do you see him working with part-timers and Cena getting his win back? A lot were dismayed that Goldberg was the one to dethrone Lesnar after the streak and Cena's win. But I think WWE will spin it after his likely mania win that Lesnar has gotten over Goldberg, therefore revert back to the narrative of who can stop the man who beat the streak and John Cena leading to Roman Reigns doing exactly that. Also, guys, we we need an encore playing soon of Nerd DC from episode 41. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. The P, the P, underscore A, underscore V.
0: I don't know which song that was. uh, I'd have to go back. We're talking 20 or so weeks ago. I remember he mentioned it to me on Twitter, and I went back and listened to it. It's a good one, but I'm working on my, my opus, my trilogy of greatness. I'm working on the first one now, so it's going to take a while. All um, right. Uh, let's see. As for Brock Lesnar, I never want to see Brock Lesnar with a championship again. Yeah. That, having said that, I never want to see Goldberg with the championship again. And the fact that Goldberg is going to be challenging Kevin Owens for the universal title is, to me, I love you, Jason Maltov, a ridiculous notion.
1: I sort of think that Goldberg does not win the championship versus Kevin Owens. I hope I not. think that's crazy. To think that he wouldn't, but I, I, because obviously, it should be an eighty-second match where there's a spear, a jackhammer, and it's over. But because he's you know basically punked out Brock Lesnar on two separate occasions now, I think Lesnar interferes immediately at the beginning of that match.
0: If the match even,
1: if the match even begins, yes,
0: yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's what I'm holding on to. You know, you've got, you've got a couple different ways of doing it. Either Kevin Owens immediately disqualifies himself. Like they ring the bell, he walks over to the referee and just punches the referee in the face, gets disqualified and loses rather than having to face Goldberg. And then you can do the spear, the jackhammer, but it doesn't matter because the match, ne- you know, the match is over. Um, Or you go the Brock Lesnar route and Lesnar interferes, which then potentially teases, while many people want to see it, I'm not one of them. I do think if you're booking the final 12 months of Brock Lesnar, Kevin Owens is in there at some point. Not this Kevin Owens, but when Kevin Owens becomes the prize fighter again, it's him versus Brock at some point in time. Um, Well, let's go
1: back to his first statement here. Uh, do you think it's likely that Lesnar is going to win against Goldberg at WrestleMania? Yes. Why do you say that? Just because Goldberg is not going to be around after WrestleMania?
0: Uh probably, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised if Goldberg gets into the Hall of Fame this year. He's the B, you know, he's the complement to Kurt Angle. Um and I think Lesnar's now lost super fast and then been eliminated from the Royal Rumble super fast. So I see no reason why Lesnar would lose again unless he's done. Unless we're talking about booking the last 12 weeks of Brock Lesnar.
1: Do you remember Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg at WrestleMania 20?
0: Yes. Do you think we're heading that way again? Yeah, Shrug. I, I
1: mean, I don't know what else we could possibly be heading towards at this point. I don't think they have anything... I don't think there's any stock left in Brock Lesnar in that company. Management. That's why I don't
0: want him to win the title.
1: Well, and I don't think that they want him to win the title. I don't think they want to feature him prominently. They got him out of that Beast storyline that Pav is talking about getting him back into. They got him out of it by... Using the Goldberg card
0: yeah
1: uh now that he's out, I don't think they want to put him back into a, a position of dominance I think that's it for him I, the UFC thing completely ruined his credibility
0: I think you're right you know if you look at what he's done in the last you know he beat Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania what has he done since I couldn't even tell you until Goldberg I don't know what he did. Did he wrestle at SummerSlam? I don't think he did. Yeah. You know, I I think if they're going to try to get as much juice out of this as possible, leading to WrestleMania 34, you put him in a couple of programs. But I think he just loses. And, you know, right now. You know, Paul Heyman can come out and tell us how he's now, you know, so angry and so furious and all of that. I'm- Which one of them won
1: at WrestleMania 20?
0: Goldberg. I think. Yeah, Goldberg. Because Lesnar was literally out the door. Well, so was Goldberg. Yeah, but they liked Goldberg more. <laughs> I think. Yeah, they I, I think they, they did. did.
1: And I honestly think we're sort of in the same position. Even though Goldberg is out the door this time, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I sort of see them as being in the same position, which is why I think that Taker is going to end up in that match.
0: It's entirely possible. But then what do you do with Roman Reigns? Because, you know. Psh, Braun Strowman. Again? Right after Fastlane? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, it's entirely possible. I don't, you know, they do have a lot of potential matchups here. You know, there's a lot of players in the works, but I also could see this being a, you know, turnabout's fair play and Lesnar-Goldberg at WrestleMania is a five-minute match in the other direction. Yeah, it's possible. Where Goldberg goes for the spear, Lesnar gets out of the way, German, German suplex, German suplex, F5, done. That seems possible. So, you know, I... As for booking his last 12 months, he wrestles three matches and loses all of them because at this point, you've got to have him putting over people before he leaves. So he puts over Finn Balor. He puts over Kevin Owens. He puts over Roman Reigns, and he's gone. That's what I The alternative
1: is – yeah, me too. The alternative is he does pick up a title somewhere in there, maybe – and then he dominates for a year but still only wrestling three matches And then John Cena wins number 17 from him as he's out the door.
0: Okay. I would do that, too. I would would be okay with that, too. It just seems like a John Cena-Brock Lesnar match almost seems seems less practical than a John Cena-Randy Orton WrestleMania match.
1: And again, I really don't think... I'm talking about like they're done with Lesnar wholesale. I don't really think they're going to put a title on him. No. But I could be
0: wrong. So I think he has enough cachet and with Heyman there, he doesn't have to win another match. And it can still be a big deal every time he loses. So Yeah, agreed. All right. Uh what's your piece of positivity heading through uh the week? This brownie. And is it a special? Thanks, Mrs. Manson. I'm not asking if it's a magic brownie. Is it a special brownie or is it just a chocolate brownie? Like, is there mint? It's a delicious chocolate brownie. You got to build up your strength to go out there and shovel snow. I do.
1: Though, um, so my real piece of positive for this week, although technically, you know, this happened last week, seeing Samoa Joe on the main roster finally clicked for me this week. Um, he was out there ridiculous suit or not, whatever your feelings on that might be, that that little promo he gave with Mick Foley, like you said, I just had this moment. This That was when it hit for me, and I was just like, man, I have legitimately been waiting to see this for a decade. Mm-hmm. I, he said 18 years. Obviously, I wasn't following his career the whole time, but since his time... Absolutely dominating and being a locker room leader in TNA, you know, he's he is the reason why I watch TNA much longer than I should have. Yeah, you know, um, so honestly, it was just awesome, awesome, awesome to finally see him uh, where he belongs. Something I again never really thought would happen.
0: I it's hard to argue with that one for a piece of positivity. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think of another one. Oh, uh, I've mentioned him before, probably on a, on a couple different occasions with this, with the piece of positivity. Um, but Neville is just single-handedly saving that division And 205 Live. He didn't even wrestle on 205 Live, but his presence loomed large. And the fact that he's interviewed, I can't remember if it was on, I think it was on Raw. He was interviewed by who I think is going to take the title off of him, Austin Aries. And Mm -hmm. um, he was like, which of the five potential opponents scare you? And he was like, nobody scares me. He just, like, that character is so fresh and new, and it it is just, I'm very excited to see.
1: Isn't it amazing to have a
0: strong fighting heel as a character? Yes, and that's what we want. And it's the littlest guy on the roster. And that's what Kevin Owens was until they decided to go the comedy route with Jericho, which has been money for them on a lot of different occasions. But we need that from Kevin Owens again. Um, Yes, we do. You know, and so maybe that was what we would get out of Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt has never besides hiding behind his family, has never played like the super coward type. So, you know, uh I, I'll say I'll say Neville also the fact that Bray Wyatt and Brizango are in title matches is exciting. Amazing is exciting in and of itself.
1: You know, Brizango barely in a title match, but yes. I don't care. Exciting don't nonetheless.
0: Care.
1: There's a chance. I hey, mean the has- the Ascension won a match last week. Anything could happen. Anything at all. Literally, anything could happen except for the VOD villains winning it. No, of course not. Yeah, no, zero. Zero percent chance.
0: All right. Uh, I do feel bad for Tony Nese, who apparently hurt himself and got taken out of the Fatal Five way. But... um Either way. All right there. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has been an afternoon edition of DDT Wrestling, DDT Wrestling at gmail.com, DDTpod.com. Find us on iTunes. Write us a review. It helps out more than you know. Tell our, tell your friends. You can tell our friends too, but they already know about it. Tell your friends, uh, introduce somebody this Valentine's Day week. Introduce your Valentine to the love that is the DDT Wrestling Podcast. I'm just going to leave it there because he's checking his phone, so we're just going to let it hang in the air. Anything else you'd like to say, Doc Manson, before you go bundle up to go snowblow 12 to 18 inches?
1: Yes. There is something I would like to say. For the first time in the history of this show, hashtag... Free Emelina.
0: All right. He's got his cause. Hashtag free Emelina. Share it. Let's take the world over. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. And until we meet again, my friends, we will see you around the neighborhood.